your ideas are worthy, your time is worthy. You know, if you see it a certain way, then that's the way it's meant to be. Right. Like, I love helping people. If there's something um, I can share that I've learned through the process, I'm all about it. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Laura Lee Blake, the owner of Montana Skies Boutique and Gifts. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you very much for having me. And for visitors who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? My name is Laura Lee Blake, and I am the owner of Montana Sky. Now, one of the reasons we're here with Laura Lee today is I've been getting a lot of questions about stepping stones in business. You start with something small, and you're trying to grow, but you're not really sure what to do. And this episode and the next episode are going to be addressing that very topic. First of all, where are we? We're Montana Sky. And, and, and why Montana Sky? Where'd that name come from? Okay, so we kind of want to move. <laughs> okay, sure. To Montana? We do. We like it. So our oldest daughter, she runs, or she did run competitively for Sac State. So we got, we followed her. Right. So she had two Big Sky Championships, one in, um, well, both in Montana, one in Missoula and one in Bozeman. Both times we were there. We just absolutely loved it. But I think another reason why the whole Montana Sky thing, too, is we used to have a cutting horse growing up in Montana Diamond. So thinking about it, I think I'm just stuck on the Montana. And I like the way it rolls. Because, literally, you didn't initially set out to open this business yeah. where we are. What did you do first? Oh, my gosh. So I've always had hustles. But I guess my biggest and my greatest was back in 2014. Right. I came up. Well, we designed our own fitness wear brand. We okay. wear with women's clothing. And then the year of COVID, I wrote my first children's book, Grandpa's Farm. Oh, and okay. so that was inspired by a business that I had 18 years ago, Grandpa's Farm out in Rosedale. Yeah. And we it was a petting zoo um, birthday party facility. And we had big and little animals. And so school kids would come out and we'd show them the animals and teach them fun facts. And they'd eat, you know, in the barn and tractor hay rides and pig races. So all these years later, I brought those animals back to life in Grandpa's Farm. And you've got one of those books right behind you, do you not? I do. So this is my first one. This is Grandpa's Farm, The Race, and this is Peppy. The joke with me and my girls was Peppy would run around in my head. He'd run around in my dreams, and I always, I never thought I'd write a children's book. Mm -hmm. But then after this chicken wouldn't leave my thoughts, I was like, sure. I'm going to write this book. I'm going to write this book. And my girls are like, sure you are, Mama. And then all these years, I did. So it's about a race, which is well, my girls run, so I think that kind of inspired me. And the fact that we were always running from the chicken. But it's, <laughs> so you're saying the chicken was chasing you? Yeah. Peppy in real life was not the nicest. <laughs> was not the nicest. But in my book, he's awesome. He learns lessons. So you'll see Peppy, you'll see Norman, Binky, a lot of the animals from the farm are there. Right. And that was my first book. So I've got the first book and the coloring book to match. And right. then we do have Peppy the stuffed animal. And then my second book. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. You have stuffed animals based off each other? I do. Okay. Go big or go home. Wow. And and is, where do you get all this made? Is this something that you do locally or? So my, okay. So to be honest, my books are self-published through Amazon and Barnes and Noble. But you've sold all, a whole bunch of these already, haven't I you? I have. Wow. And then my manufacturer who's down south with the tree actor, right? he found me the manufacturer for the stuffed animals. Oh, nice. And now how many books do you have now? Right now I have three. Okay. And then they each have the coloring book and the stuffed animal. And then I have a fourth one written and it's with the illustrator 
as we speak, and she's working on it. So you've got two hustles off the top of your head. You've got the active training wear, you've got mm -hmm. the, the books, the coloring books, the stuffed animals. How did this come about? Because this, this is a collection of stuff. It is. So also the year of COVID, me and a partner, Angie, we started a pop-up um, with the Women's Boutique uh, label line. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, we were invited to, I guess, showcase in another business similar to this, mm -hmm. right? It did not go well. Okay. My husband and I discussed it, and we're like, we're going to find uh, um, a safe spot for our hustles okay. and then for other people. So I mm. also have a couple locals, like the candles behind you. The Chandler Maker, she's local. Tori with Fresh Takes, she's local. The art behind me, VMC Brandy, she's local. And then the rest of it, I source from other small businesses all over. The only big business I have in here is like the Uno de 50 jewelry or the Oliver Thomas designer bags. How many small business owners do you represent here? Other than myself, I've got three right now. Three. Room for more? Absolutely. If it if it fits the vibe, <laughs> if it fits the vibe, okay, absolutely. Well, and this is what's also important on this is because you said if it fits the vibe, you know who your customer is, don't you? I do. Who and, is it? And we don't. I, you know what? I, we're really lucky here at Montana Sky because I have girls in their young teen high school. I had one just this weekend. Have her mom bring her to, to the shop for her her birthday clothing. Right. I mean, it's huge. Right. Up to I'd say sixty five, seventy five. Wow. And we have a little price point. It's reasonable. Like mm. anyone can shop here. Wow. Like our our tops with label line, we average anywhere from 25 to like 45, 55 for our wow. top. Our dresses the same. Like we shop it smart so we can sell it smart. In the next segment, Visioneers, we're gonna be talking about what I alluded to in the first segment, which is making that step beyond the farmer's market. You've got a great business that's attracting a lot of attention, but the question is, is now what? And more importantly, the money. How do you do that? What's, who do you need to talk to? Who can you lean on in order to get that, in order to grow and expand your business? But before we do that, Laura Lee, mm -hmm. if visioners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Oh my gosh, just come on down. I'm okay. here seven days a week right now. Right. We're open Monday through Saturday, 11, or excuse me, 10 to 6. Okay. Sunday, 11 to 4. Okay. Uh, I am on Instagram, MontanaSky underscore 661. Facebook, MontanaSky. You can email me. It's Laura Lee, L-A-U-R-A-L-E-A 312 at gmail.com. Yeah. You can call the store. Just, I'm always, I'm always available. And when we come back, we're going to talk about who you can lean on to take that next step beyond the farmer's market. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And we'll be talking more about that next step when we come right back. The winter season is rapidly approaching. But are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clareau Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clareau Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clareau Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClareauTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clareau Tire at 661-324-6069 today. 
I'm back with Harley Blake, the owner of Montana Sky Boutiques and Gifts, and our visitor question comes from Deanna who asks, I have a small pop-up tent at the farmer's market that is doing well, and I want to move into a retail space, but to do that, I'm going to have to rely on my life partner's income to make it happen. What pitfalls should I avoid so that we don't get divorced in the process of growing my business? That's a really good question. And yep. I say start small. Okay. Usually I'd say go big, go home. Right. But I would I would do like what I did. Mm -hmm. I would find a shop okay. that you feel like you fit in with and just start by renting a small space. Right. And then as your business builds, just you know, keep collecting, 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 and then maybe add a bigger space in that building. Right. You know, in that little store. And then maybe eventually down the road you will find your own little brick and mortar and you can do it the way you want. But I would definitely, from your pop-up, I would start by finding a store, like I said, in just a small area and then just let that area grow. That's what I would do. Where we're standing here today, this store is not on a major street. It's not no. on Truxton, it's not on California, it's not on White Lane or anything like that. Why did you choose this location? You know what? They're trying to build downtown, mm. and we wanted to be a part of that. Oh. And all these years, we heard they're going to build it, they're going to do it, they're going to do it, and they're finally doing it. So businesses are coming in. Mm. So in the last couple of months, a handful of businesses, such as myself, right, have have moved into the area, and it's building and it's growing, and it's got a nice little unique vibe, right. And that's that's one of the reasons. And that also fits the image of your store. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there was talk in the beginning being in different locations, you know, the Rosedale area. But honestly, if you build it, they will come. Right. And that's what we did. We built it and they come. You mentioned that this is your, what, fourth hustle or five, fifth hustle in the process of different things that you've done? I've done, a, I've had a lot of hustles. Right. So, but I guess maybe these are the most want to say most serious because right. I still do photography I still right. do hair and that kind of stuff right but it houses a, a lot of what I do such as the the women's boutique or the fitness wear and the book so and you've gotten married to your present husband I know my second and my last and everybody knows that the one person you never go into business with Sucka. Is your husband. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they say that all the time. Never go into business but with Todd knew I was a dreamer when we got together. Okay. I mean, I've known him for forever. He, right. And I, I've always said, I'm a dreamer. I ride a unicorn. He knew what he was getting into. But going into business, honestly, because going through the divorce and everything and raising the children, I had nothing. Mm. Todd's got, he's he's got a good job. And so going into that understanding, like, okay, this is what I want to do. And don't get me wrong, he's my number one fan. Like we can, we, whatever watching on TV is like, you should do that. You can do that. Why don't you do that? Mm -hmm. He knew going into this that he would be writing the checks. Mm. As a matter of fact, in the first book, I even have a thing where I say, thank you for being the rocket fuel, you know, because he's my rocket fuel. But I'm hoping that as things progress, right. then I can start being the rocket fuel, right. you know, so just waiting for that payout. The question is, is how do you have your relationship set up or what are some guideposts that you use so that you know you don't make him feel like he you're taking advantage of him as he is going through and writing the checks and helping underwrite this venture and and hoping that one day maybe you'll make a profit but you are so it all's and, well and we do have those conversations mm. and, and there's times where it is frustrating and i get it and then i 
friendly remind him right. that you knew what you're getting into <laughs> and we just have to be patient. We have to be patient, but, um, and I guess trying to keep, which is hard for me, work separate from home life too. Oh, how so? It's very hard, like leaving it here, like not talking about work all the time and, you know, try to keep, you know, have your, I guess, um, your marriage here, you know, like it's just, I don't even know how, I'm not even sure how to explain it. Just keep the, the work out of the relationship all the time, mm. which for me is very, very hard because I'm always, I'm always thinking in here, thinking in here, thinking in here. So know when to, when you Shut hear, it down. No, I don't know when to shut it down. Sure, sure. Yeah. And yet, know when, when the telephone is ringing, when to ignore the phone. I know. It'll go to voicemail. <laughs> you know, That's of, a great thing about doing a show when the business is open. But I'm not worried about it because I know it's scam or what they, whatever they call it. Spam, scam, spam. So I get it all the time. But no, so I'm very, I'm very, very lucky with Todd. He's very, very supportive. But the person you are today is not the same person you were four, five, six years ago when this whole adventure started. I'm more hungry now. How so? Because I can see what I can do. Really? And I want more of it. Yeah. Just like the books. I never thought I'd write a book. Yeah. Growing up, my spelling was horrible. My grammar was horrible. So as my children were in the school system, I was relearning with them. Mm. And then, you know, just that little chicken running around in my head. Right. And then I was very... The first time, my first draft on that book, it was horrible. Like I was more, it was so bad that the the gal, I had a different editor at that time. Right. Than, you know, like it was so bad. I was like, is it that bad? Like she had no <laughs> words. And she's like, yes. Well, I had rushed it. I knew I had rushed it. Right. So I took a year off from that. Right. I was busy doing hair. And then when COVID hit and shut all the salons down, I'm like, I'm going to do this. Right. And I did it. And um, I'm with my editor now, and she read it. I was like, just be honest. And she's like, you got something here. Right. And then that gave me confidence. And then I did another one, and book two. And then I was doubting that one. And then she read it. And I was like, just be honest. And she's like, you did it again. And it's even better. So I've gotten more confidence with that. And I think that's the same with the Tree Act Award, too. We added a new style this year. Right. So I'm just more hungry, I guess. Does that hunger come from a little voice? In the Abs back of your head? Absolutely. I'm trying to prove myself my whole life. How so? So, what? Um, you know, it's just never feeling you're good enough. Or it was growing up in my household, and um, if my girls see, when my girls see this, I don't mean bad about Graham, but it was always like, well, you should have done it like this. Well, why mm. didn't you do it like that? Well, you could have done it like that. You shouldn't have done that. Mm. And so I'm completely different with my kids. It's right. like, spot on, you got this, you know, just more positive. So I still hear that. Mm. I still hear that. So it just pushes, it lights that fire. Right. Is this something, because your dad's still around. He's still around, and it's, a, and it's that same thing, you know. Um, you know, he's, I don't even know, I don't even think he's read the books, so to be honest with you. Right. But it's, for him, it was like, it comes down to um, the money aspect. Well, how, well, are you selling the books? Mm. That's what I got. Mm -hmm. I heard you wrote a story. Yes. Well, how much money are you making? Well, how much does that cost you? Not like, good job, baby, proud of you. No, it's, it all comes back to that. Well, how much money are you, you know, bringing in? What would you tell your younger self? Oh, I hate you right now. Um, this one's emotional. I don't even. Hmm? 
You are good enough. Yeah. Yeah. How so? Um, and you don't have to prove yourself to everyone. You don't. You are good enough. Your ideas are worthy. Your time is worthy. You know, if you see it a certain way, then that's the way it's meant to be. It doesn't have to be someone else's way. So that's what I would say. Why? Um, don't let other people, gosh, let me pull. Um, because your way is okay. Like your way is right. Like the way your thought, pro I would tell myself your thought process is correct. What you want to do is correct. How you want to do it, how you see it is correct. It doesn't have to be, don't, oh my God, I'm just stumbling. Um, I guess a short story, it all, a fourth grade teacher, we had an art project, very artsy fartsy, draw a character. So I drew a, a bunny, a, my Melanie bunny. Mm -hmm. I drew it the way it's done. Right. She and the, the character does not have pupils in the eyes. So I drew it without the pupils. She came over, she told me to put pupils in the eyes. I did not. She put pupils in my art project's eyes. Mm -hmm. It had to be her way. I would tell myself, stand, stand to what you believe, strong, do it your way, it's okay. You got this, you're good enough. Yeah, you're worthy and you're loved. Yeah, that's what I would tell my younger self. And we'll be right back. The reason we're talking with Laura Lee Blake today is because of not just one, not two, but a whole series of questions that have come from visioneers just like you about the topic of what do we do after the farmer's market? How do we grow? What's the next step? What are options that we have? So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And your question, like a lot of others, may appear here on the show. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. We're back with Laura Lee Blake, the owner of Montana Sky Boutique and Gifts. And our visionary question comes from Kevin who asks, I'm trying to get more walking customers into my business and I'm looking to have weekend farmers markets outside my business. How do you find vendors willing to participate and what things don't work? All right, so this <laughs> Saturday we're doing a pop-up outside. Okay. So, so far I've got about 10 vendors that are gonna come out. The way I advertise for that is on my social media, on my Instagram. This is the day we're doing it. Um, a lot of businesses, it's getting more popular for pop-ups. A lot of businesses will charge a pop-up fee. Mm -hmm. I do not. Really? Why is that? Because I want to give them an opportunity to get business. Mm. And with them, the, if we cross market mm -hmm. on our social, then I'm going to get new clientele in my store. Right. My clientele are going to shop off of them. Right. They're going to, it's just, it's helping. Right. Like, I love helping people. If there's something um, I can share that I've learned through the process, I'm all about it. Yeah, it, I think it's great. It's a great way of getting new people into your business. Pop up. When you're not here, what do you like to do for fun? <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> constantly working in my head. And um, when my daughter comes into town, we go out to the horses and we saddle up and we ride. Yeah. And that's the best. Right. So. Why is that? It's just, it's me in the saddle, which feels like home. It's my kid in her saddle, and we're just out there, and we're just talking and visiting and just goofing around. It's just, it's just that moment where we can just totally keep up with, keep up and find out what's going on with each other, and I, I just love it. The smell of the leather, the smell of the dirt in the air, and just out there with my kid. I just, I love it. 
What has spending time on the back of a horse taught you that you apply to your business? How to be patient. Why is that? And that's hard for me. Why is that? Because things don't always come easy. No, everything comes like a piece of pie for you. No, it does not. It, it does not. And um, I'm a duck, all, like yesterday, I was a duck. And uh, smooth on the surface and just paddling underneath. I've got a lot of plates spinning and just trying to keep them even. Right. But um, growing up showing the horses, you have to work at it, work at it, work at it, work at it. And I got started late in that, and I did very well for myself in the show pen. And uh, I think it just taught me, like, you, the, the more you want it, the harder you work. And I work constantly, constantly. What does the business look like five years from now? I like to say we're in a bigger location. Mm -hmm. um, we've had offers to expand. We've, uh, well, we've had offers to open up in Napa yeah. in Summerlin, Nevada. But this, we haven't gotten to that point with this first location yet. Right. So I guess it's just day by day, year by year, you know, so. What do you have to say to the entrepreneur, the business owner, who's having a rough day, a rough week, a rough month? Oh, year? been there. Yeah. Summer was tight for us. We were lucky, but summer was tight for us. You go home and you pop a good bottle of red. That's <laughs> <laughs> sure, right? That's right. the TV. You just got to stay focused. And honestly, and there's times where I'm just like, ah. And Todd's like, you just got to remember, you know, he just like kind of brings me down. You just, you just got to remember one day at a time. Laura Lee, this has been a real treat. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me. And if visioners want to learn more about you, how do they do that? They just come on in. I'm here seven days a week and they can find me on Instagram. They can find me on Facebook. They can email me at lauralee312 at gmail.com. They can call me. They can call the store Montana Sky. Come on down. I'm more than happy to share whatever information I have. It'll help them. And I'll be right back with my final thought. Hello, Visioneers. Sasha and I are here to talk about we've got a new season of Small Business Celebration coming up, and we're looking for ad sponsors. Isn't that a great idea so we can grow and expand what we're doing for Visioneer Nation? Yeah, he thinks so too. So if you've got a business, you've got a service that you like to promote to Visioner Nation, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. The more things change, the more they remain the same. Imagine you're motoring your boat off the coast of France, you're enjoying the beautiful day when your rudder suddenly breaks and becomes inoperable. You're kind of stranded out in the middle of the ocean. You have no way to navigate your boat home. So you put out a distress call. Help me, anybody, please. When suddenly the Gothberg of Sweden comes to your rescue. If you're not familiar with the Gothberg, it's the world's oldest wooden sailing ship still in operation. Yes, a wooden sailing galleon with all the big sails and masts and all that sort of thing. Yeah, that's what comes and rescues you. Now, imagine you're being towed into harbor by this sailboat. Uh, the, the technology of 100 years ago plus is rescuing the modern technology of today. 
Well, after I got done reading this delicious article, I was reminded in conversation with my wife about how my great-grandfather used to grow and build his business. He would pick up the old rotary phone, you know, the big black ones with the big rotary wheel on it. And he would make phone calls, you know, all day long, or he would go to a meeting with the Masons or the Chamber of Commerce where he would talk to prospects as well as existing clients and old clients. And he would develop those relationships and he would build and he developed a very strong and profitable business in doing so. Well, I was talking with her and she reminded me that, oh, by the way, uh, don't you also have a chamber meeting you need to go to? And I said, oh, yeah, that's right. And oh, quick, before I do that, I need to answer these uh, DMs that I'm getting on my Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and whatnot. And I got to return these phone calls that I've got to do on my cell phone. And that's when it hit me. The more things change, the more they remain the same. We're still being rescued by old technology. We're still being the ones who depend on the things that have worked for hundreds of years to guide us till today. The more things change, the more things remain the same. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Larley Blake, the owner of Montana Sky Boutiques and Gifts, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business, and we'll see you here again next week when we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.